0: Yeah, kid. Welcome, welcome, everybody, back to another episode of the Handsome Home Buyer Podcast. I'm Charles, your host, aka the Handsome Home Buyer. One minute, sometimes Captain Permit the next. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by none other than, as always, Captain Permit. If you need permits, plans, realtors, if you're listing a property, you need to know if you have a problem with the deck, the dormer, the shed, the finished basement, bathrooms, you name it, the town wants to get money out of you for it. So call us beforehand, 516. 516- let us do a free search for you let us find out if you are missing a permit or have an open permit this way when you go to the listing appointment you are a rock star who else does that nobody except you guys all right obviously i'm the handsome home buyer so agents homeowners if you have a house that smells like cat pee is dated from the 1960s has six inches of mold on the wall. Or, and or, human waste floating past the basement steps. I've pretty much seen it all. Dead raccoons. No dead people yet, thankfully. Call me, 516-777-SOLD. All right. So, I got two guests today. Unbelievable dynamic duo, Barbie and Ken. I'm calling them the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling them the darlings of um, the real estate in, um, industry. Rebecca Cohen and Aaron Bates from Century 21. What's up? Hello. See, you feel good now. I, I felt, see, you just got into it. I was it. You got, not you, like, expecting jumped. that one. Oh, what? The dynamic duo? No, Wait. the Barbie and Ken. The Barbie, oh, and, the Barbie Ken. and Ken? Yeah, that, <laughs> just, that just came through. I told you, these um, things... We're
1: not tall enough to do that.
0: <laughs> for those of you who don't know, this isn't like any other podcast. We don't edit these things. We don't sit there. For... We don't do filters. We don't do edits. I, myself, was probably born without a filter. Maybe there was a glitch on the assembly line uh, when I was born. But um, we don't. So we're, we're, we're rough, rugged, and rural here. That would actually be a great Halloween costume, being a filter.
1: Oh, I okay. actually thought about that the other day and I meant to text it to you and then I started Forgot. working.
2: Yeah, damn it.
0: For yeah. those Work. of you who, who have met... For those Work of you... It the way
1: of my Halloween costume. <laughs> you,
0: could, you could see people that they're obviously... They're taking over. It's going to be all about them and then me on the sideline. For, um, so for, you, for those of you who've never met them, um, they're a real estate team, they're real estate agents. They're definitely, in my opinion... The best looking team uh, out there on Long Island, they're, they're pretty much leading the charge. We were just talking about beforehand about how uh, there's a lot of teams out there as far as real estate agents go, but you really don't hear about them. It's kind of like one main person who allegedly sells 100, 200, 300 houses a year, and then you know they have a team. But them together, they, they've structured it in a unique way. They have unbelievable social media content. They're really giving a lot of value. They're helping people. Uh, I definitely think you should check it. Check them out, social media. What's your social media handles?
1: Aaron Bates Real Estate
0: Team. Aaron Bates Real Estate Team. All right, so I'm going to dig in now, guys, all right? Um, I want to kind of get a little bit of your background. Like, I know both of you guys are not from uh, New York. Well, I'm uh, from New York. Oh, upstate New York. Do we classify that as New York? They say Canada. Canada? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where, where no, upstate New York? Uh, th- finger
2: Lakes, between Rochester and Syracuse. Yeah, dude, that's not like... That's not... That's idea. country, bro. Ah, uh, that's, yeah. And like, I did not, I never cow tip, so. You never cow there. Why not? Because it doesn't happen. You can't cow tip. It's oh, that's, a, that's a fallacy? I think so. I don't know. I
0: really, really don't know. I've never tried it. What did you guys do I've up there for it. fun? I
2: don't know. Everything. Same thing you guys do, except we just don't have the city next to us. And You, you
0: know, know, we didn't really do anything that fun when I was a kid. I mean, we went to, like, the elementary school, and I rode my skateboard around because I was so hopped up on sugar and hyper that I could never sit still, and then my friends got bombed on the playground. I would have liked the cow tipping thing. What did you do? on You're from St. Louis, obviously. We
1: did try cow tipping one night in high school. <laughs> and what happened? Nothing. It doesn't work.
0: Meaning you just push the cow and it doesn't move?
1: Well, we got too afraid to touch the cow. And so I think some of the that. boys tried to push the cow, and it didn't, like, do anything. <laughs> and then, it, you know, it's just weird. Like, cow tipping, really? No, I, I don't know. We used to, like, house parties or or well, we did like Wood bar parties, parties. Yeah. woods parties. Yeah. yeah, we would like oh, go out Jesus. into the woods or go out on somebody's piece of land. Oh, we had everybody has land where I'm from. Do you
0: guys hear that? Say that again. Land. Land. Oh no! Now you no. Now you're trying to do it. <laughs> it was land. There's like a little bit of like a midwestern twang in there. But you don't. You don't really have. It's it mixed. Connects. Well, I've been he here does. almost 15 years. This September, actually. How old are you? 33. 33.
2: 30. 30. I'll be 35 in like a month. Oh yeah. Yeah. You look yeah. good, man.
0: Awesome. Not one wrinkle, nice. nothing. Not nah, yeah, I no, got some gray hairs. It's, I don't I think really so. Well, because it, oh, it's right blonde. Now. You're lucky. Yeah. yeah, right. At least you got hair, yeah, dude. I'm I haven't sure. had hair since eighty-seven. No, that, no come on. Get, get, get me that old. Hair. Hair. No, it's my it's my birthday next week.
2: <laughs> oh, uh, see, so you've a November birthday too. October. Is this thirty-nine? October thirtieth. Oh yeah, we're
0: right there. We're right there. Is this
1: thirty-nine,
0: Trisha? You're gonna be thirty-nine? Yeah. That's that's weird. No, 39 is fine. Th- between 35 and 40, it kind of feels like all the same. When you hit 40, like, people are wishing me a happy 40th now, and it's fucking weird. I just did my
2: sister's surprise party for her, for her 40th down yeah. um, in North Carolina.
0: Oh, if you're if Rebecca's daughter is listening. Oh, wow, that was a heavy accent. You hear that? We were talking about before about how I have a heavy accent. If she's listening, it's not okay. Wait, if I curse, it's not okay. Like, don't... I do it. It's bad. I'm trying to stop it. Disregard. Shout out to her.
1: Shout out to Annie and Mary, who are at school right now. They better be learning hard and listening to their
0: teachers. So, Rebecca has twin girls, which we were just talking about before. I wish I had a twin brother. Um, I don't know if the world can physically handle two of somebody similar to myself, but uh, it it would have been entertaining, if nothing less. So, I mean, that kind of adds another dynamic to it. Let's, Let's break into it. So, A... You guys are, are not from New York, but for whatever reason, you ended up transplanting to Long Island, the happiest place on earth. And then how did you guys get into real estate? And then ultimately, how did you guys come together as a team? Because I know I had originally heard of you when you were a cruise, Aaron, yeah. right? Yeah. Aaron has a ton of like distressed real estate, short sale, REO experience. And then did you start at Century 21 or you started I somewhere else?
1: started
0: at Century 21, yes. Okay. Oh, so you're like... You started there, you're still there. Yes. You're bleeding Century 21. What is I'm, it, yellow? Yes. What color is that? It's
1: relentless golden gray.
0: Oh, okay. I'm colorblind, so <laughs> Lord only knows. Legitimately colorblind.
2: The whole branding just changed and everything. I know. The signs are good. I like so them. It, yeah. So funny story, actually, how I got in, and it's just shy of <laughs> seven years. I was uh, unemployed, kind of just bartending um, and doing my own thing, getting every doing everything to get by. And I get a phone call one day from that from my ex-girlfriend's brother. He goes, hey, man, how's it going? What are you doing with your life? And I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> what am I doing with that's my ind- life? I'm sure it wasn't in an offensive way. Well, that's the way it sounded at first. Oh, uh, okay. He's like, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it like There's that. There's a lot of money you know? in bartending, bro. Oh,
0: I, I crush bartending. I always wanted to be a bartender. Oh, I crush bartending. I always wanted to like do the tricks like Tom Cruise and Cocktail <laughs> with like fling the bottles around. I wasn't like that. Nah. I was I would just say like a professional friend maker. Oh, you maybe. got a, you got a fierce <laughs> accent too. I just heard it. <laughs> oh shit. It's sexy though, bro. It's a lot better than the New York coffee talk thing. <laughs> Girls appreciate what you got a lot more than what I got. So keep going. All right. So, so bartending, bartending. Well, so I
2: was doing I'm all that. Stuff. So, I'm on the phone and um he's like, "Listen, I you know, you've always been my boy. You know, I know things happen between you and my sister. Um I think you should get into real estate." I'm like kind of thrown off. Like, when years, was the last
0: time you talked to him before
2: he said that to you? Like before he called you, you talked to him regularly. Or it's no, like two years goes it, by. It was probably like a, a, definitely a good length of time went by. So it was a random phone call. I just happened to pick up, and um, I mean, I had his number. Oh yeah. Uh, and then he goes, "You really should get into real estate." I'm, I'm like, "Why would you tell me?" He's like, "Listen, you've always worked hard. You you're always a hustler. I think you'd be great at it. I have a place for you to go." I go, "No, all right, wow. What, what's the real thing behind?" He's like, "Listen, I do mortgages. You're gonna make me money." I'm gonna put you in a place. So he put me in Cruise, and then I started with. That's interesting. With does he still does he do mortgages now? I didn't even <laughs> give him enough business. Still, I still owe him a ton. Oh yeah. So um, great guy.
0: Glad he did it. That's interesting. Um, yeah. See, like, um, what's his name? Has that speech? Who's that guy? That important guy? The guy who invented Apple? What's his name? Steve, Steve Jobs. Jobs. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that, guy. that guy. So. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, that guy. Anyway, so he um. He, uh, he has this this talk at Stanford. You guys ever heard this on YouTube?
1: Maybe. He I does like the speech.
0: So he does this speech, like the commencement speech when they're graduating from Stanford. Sick. It's like 15 minutes. I used to like, I used to, I go on my bike or I used to just like listen to like motivational YouTube shit. It just like gets me going when you just feel like you just can't go anymore, right? So he has this part about connecting the dots and about how you look back on your life later on and about how you connect the dots, but you can't connect the dots going forward. You can only connect the dots going backwards. So it's like relationship. Hopefully, it was good. Some good things about it. But the cool thing is, your ex girlfriend's brother calls you up randomly, mm-hmm. and now here you are as one of the darlings of real <laughs> yeah. estate. Yes. No, you yeah, definitely. No, it was a great thing. I mean, and then, well, you were, yeah. um, at least he claims that he, he mentored you. Um, I'm going to give him the credit for it on here. You can choose to shoot him down or not. But Drucker claims to have been <laughs> your have mentor. So, <laughs> Drucker's like, every time I talk to Drucker, Drucker's like, Aaron's my boy. He's, he's my fucking buddy. man. He goes, I trained him to Cruz. I, I told him everything him, I know, man. and he's a powerhouse. <laughs> I'm, sorry, so, I'm getting him so on when next, I'm, get, I'm dragging him on next week. Oh, great. Right, great. As soon that's as I hit good, you up, I'm like, that's get a trucker on here. Jacked out of his mind. Traps <laughs> yeah. over his ears. Explicit. Yeah, like,
1: it's going to just be all explicit. Content.
0: I love that guy. It's going to be beep, 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 beep. <laughs> he's, that's what we need on here. That's what we need on here. We're going to
2: have to. Well, yeah, so I then I was put on his team and learned the ropes in the REO business. Which I mean, the first month I'm crawling on top of a roof, breaking into windows, yelling at squatters to get out, going in into houses on Guy Lombardo. Action. And uh, Guy Guy Lombardo, not Freeport. Oh, I was thinking I was going to say dude, that's not that big. No, not Freeport. Where's Guy Lombardo? In the Um, city? Yeah. Where? Brooklyn. Brooklyn. And uh, and I didn't know, I didn't know any better, and uh, so I go, I'm going to this house to show this investor house in Guy Lombardo. Guy doesn't show up. I go to nice. the house anyways. I walk in this house. There's mom's a shit, human shit, about oh, yeah. two feet high. Oh yeah, two feet. Two feet. That's even that's a it record. It was like for five me. of them, like all over the place. And then I get out and Why I get do on the people phone. people have like, to keep that? No idea. He's like, you were on Guy Lombardo? What white boy like you? I was just gonna say. <laughs> bro, like you're
0: you're country, bro. Like you were like blonde. What color
2: eyes? Green. Oh, you should. I had hair down to my my shoulders. Oh, I wish I had hair like that. So I was like a surfer never surfed in my life but i had that look so i'm going into this house and I, he's he's telling me about this and i'm like yeah no i was fine he's like dude you you have some balls man
0: either oh either God. that or you just that and or you had no idea where you were going dumb and naive that's really what it this was. is drucker telling you <laughs> yeah. so drucker's like listen i gotta take you into my wing or you can end up getting shot out here in these streets
2: well i mean i'm pretty sure you knew i was going there that day but he didn't give me a Heads up or something.
0: You know what? I gotta be. I I've, I'm not a real estate agent. I've obviously I've never been, but I know a decent amount about cruise. Yeah, my right. ex worked at cruise, and I feel like cruise was an awesome. I mean, now Century Twenty One is cruise, but it's still it's not exactly the same of what it was. You know, five ten years ago, kind of like a different feel. I think. What the hell do I know? I'm not there, but that's just what I feel, and I feel like it was probably an awesome education. Absolutely, I've learned a lot from. From Keith,
2: I've learned a lot from Mike. Kind of, yeah. I've learned a lot from a lot of those guys. Even a, a maniac, uh, Artie. I don't know if you ever met. Artie. I've heard Artie. of. I've heard of the legend that is Artie. Do you
0: yeah. know Artie? Have you met Artie? I don't. She's heard they, conversations. Yeah, with, i is heard with, on the phone with him. I, so kind Artie, <laughs> Artie's like an OG realtor who was like in the REO game when it was the Wild Wild West, and they were pretty much yeah. yeah. Like I heard stories about him where he would just be
2: sitting, sitting behind a house like. Next to the pool, just lounged out, getting suntan, waiting for for people to show up.
0: I love him. I love him already. (laughs) Sometimes I feel like I was born in a different in 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 the wrong time. Like I feel like I should have been born like I don't know. Well, now now it seems like we have to be
2: so prim and proper about everything we do and watch everything we say, and it's like it does suck. It does suck. Everything you do, you have to watch out what you're doing.
0: Yeah, I know. That that's everybody. See, it's not just it's not just the police and the politicians. It's the realtors too. Oh yeah, every time like I talk about, I do a lot of rentals. So every time I talk about like a rental, the realtor's like, you know, you gotta like keep it really PC with the real with the rentals before like we even start talking about rentals. As far as like, you know, what you're looking for in a tenant, et cetera, et cetera. They take the like, the world takes the fun out of everything.
1: Oh yeah, it's.
0: We have a lot of rules.
1: Yeah, we have a lot of rules, and we get asked questions all the time. And the first thing I have to say is, well, I'm not allowed to talk about that because I could lose my license.
2: Well, one one being that you would think as a as a potential customer that you would be able to talk about school district. We can't talk about school district.
0: What?
1: We can't say anything other than what school district it is, basically.
0: You can't say if something is rated better than another. I mean, that's public knowledge. It's like our want-to. It, it is, and we have to tell you to do, go do your due diligence. Huh? Nah, really? We tell you to go. So like we're like sitting can, in Carmel like right give now. You so so if we websites,
1: can... I can give you websites and tell so, you what website to go to. I want to, to curse
0: in this work. moment, but after having that conversation mm-hmm. about your daughter, I feel bad.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do.
0: I just like I want to be like we're raising a bunch of like bleeps, but I feel like I can't do it. You guys input whatever you want, like whatever. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it's not uh, it's not all sunshine and and and, and rainbows, I guess. So yeah, bring always. um. So, St. Louis. Yes. To Century Twenty One, yes, bleeding gold and what was that other color? Black. What was it, gold and black? What what did you say?
1: It's relentless gold. Re- relentless it's gold.
0: <laughs> how- and then
1: there's some. I keep re- I keep forgetting to look up what the actual gray color is called.
0: How like, did um? <laughs> so then, how did you end up segueing into real estate? And then I guess the two you guys collectively, how did it like? How did this come together okay. to form the force?
1: Okay, so I um. I'm actually a former teacher. I was a teacher. Oh, yeah? Yes.
0: In St. Louis or here? In
1: St. Louis. Okay. uh, When I moved here, I got my teaching license here. It's very hard to get a teaching job here. Um,
0: Yes. I guess it depends on the cycles.
1: Yeah. And I mean, like, I didn't know anybody, too. So it's not like I grew up here and I knew people. It was really hard. What did you teach? um, I taught, like, second grade and third grade.
0: Oh, that's cool. So Um, you get them with For a while, I
1: taught technology also. Like tech ed? Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's what I taught. Um, first I taught English <laughs> as a second language, then I taught technology. Okay. And this is like when I was in my beginning years when I was trying to get a full...
0: Do you speak another language?
1: I don't. I can understand other languages to yeah. an extent, that... but I don't speak another language. See,
0: that always like blew my mind because I I'd meet people who are like, yeah, I'm going to like China to teach people how to speak English. I'm like, oh, that's sick. You speak Chinese? They're like, no. You don't have to. That's what they say to me. I'm like, I don't understand how that works. You it's think that you'd have it's to do literally, yeah. it's like
1: teaching a baby how to talk. You're starting from scratch. You're, they have wow. no context. You're just building on the context that they have, basically. Like I had one student who knew absolutely nothing. I was literally like walking her around the hallways, like locker, hall, bathroom. Wow. Nurse, office. Desk. This was what,
0: in the lure here?
1: This is in St. Louis. I
0: love St. Louis. I've been to St. Louis.
1: It's a great city.
0: It's, I, there's parts of St. Louis that are dope and then there's parts where, that are worse than Guy Lombardo. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, yeah, the barbecue kicks ass.
1: Yeah. It's great barbecue. So, fast forward, I move here.
0: <laughs> 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 so, fast forward, I move here,
1: I spend a couple of years while my kids are still really young okay. um, tutoring. So, I did my own tutoring business, basically. Damn.
0: Um, Can I ask how old you are? Is that okay? Do we not talk? Yeah, do we not talk about that? Just feels like you've done a lot of stuff. We
1: already put it on our video too. Oh, did we? How old we are? Oh, how old are you? I'm 35. Okay. Um. So I moved here, tutored until my kids started kindergarten, and I always kind of wanted to do real estate. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna do it. Like, just do it already. Stop thinking about it. Stop worrying about what happens. Just
0: do it. And this is why you're like, you're looking for a teaching job. You're frustrated. You're like, this is bullshit. I
1: totally gave up on it because I was like, you know what? Also, the other thing is that I don't want to have a boss. Like,
0: huh?
1: I don't want to, I want to be in charge of my own stuff. I'm with that. That's why I love tutoring because I was my own boss. And I ran a pretty sick tutoring business. <laughs> um, like,
0: Why is that funny? That's awesome. It was,
1: it was great. It yeah. was really, really great. Like, I just put it out there and I did it. And I worked my ass off and I did really well for, you know, a business that I did for three years.
0: See, it's kind of an interesting point because I have this like, I'm not going to say argument because I don't really fight with anybody, but I have this like discussion with people all the time where like I have a friend works for like this crazy tech company. He's brilliant, brilliant guy. And he is in charge of building, oh, Pitney Bowes, Pitney Bowes. Oh. So Pitney Bowes is like the gangster. Yes. So he essentially what he does is he, he builds and he builds businesses within Pitney Bowes with their money as like a test and if they take off pitney bows launches them and takes them away from them and launches them as like things that make tens of hundreds of millions of dollars right so i say to him like Boy, you're brilliant like you've launched at least like six of these things that have made pitney bows like an insane amount of money and then they f you on your bonus every year and then tell you that the company as a whole didn't make enough money even though you just like made them a hundred million dollars Like, why don't you just do it for yourself he goes i don't know like i just i need the comfort of having some big kind of corporation around me. And then I would argue with him because he's like, you know, otherwise it's risky. And I'm like, I would argue to say to you that anything other than you owning your own business is like working for somebody else is the riskiest thing you can do, right? Because at any moment, if they decide that like they don't want you around or the market this or that, for whatever reason, they can fire you like that. Whereas if you're in your own business, you're in charge of your own destiny. So if you, obviously everything is on you, but at the same time you control your, your own fate.
1: Right, right. That was actually a big part of my decision too, was because um, I actually I ended up getting a job right. um, at one point, and not in real estate. I no, a teaching job. I got okay. a teaching job. Oh, nice. Where? Um, I didn't take it. Um, I don't it talking was about in um. You want know to about? No. It was in America schools.
0: Oh yeah, North America, South America is a big difference. Oh, that's why. Those people are, oh, okay, we can't talk about that. Sorry.
1: No, so anyway, what happened was I got a job (gasps) and I was going to begin the job. That's a tough
0: segment of Merrick right there.
1: I was going to begin the job and um, my daughter ended up having to have this treatment Mm -hmm. and which required me to have to take her every day to the doctor um, for a couple of weeks. And I was like, you know what? I can't start the job. You know, like, you can't go into a job and be like, by the way, I can only work half days for the next three weeks. You know, my first three weeks here. makes sense, right? So you can't really do that. And then, And that was, like, my final straw where I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not going to have somebody else be my boss. I'm going to be my own boss. I'm going to do my own job. I'm going to be in charge. And I'm going to just go and do something that I've always wanted to do. So
0: when you look back on it now at that point, at that moment, was it like – Were you just, you just didn't want to do the teaching thing? Were you just like, No, I love
1: teaching, but I feel like actually my teaching experience helps me do my job better because so much of our job, especially the first-time homebuyers, is educating them about what they're looking for. Nice. So I think that everything that I did helps me do this better.
0: Connecting the dots. Connecting the dots. Steve Jobs. I'll get it that time. So- uh, on a, on a personal note, so you at that point in your life, were you were you a single mother at that point in your life or no?
1: I was in the process of becoming a single
0: mother. Okay, but. so basically, we'll say single mother, not working, looking for a job, twin girls, right, and then takes the leap of faith. Which my point of this being is, there's no excuses, people, right? I don't want to hear any excuses. You say you want to be a real estate investor, you want to be a real estate agent, you want to be a chiropractor, an astronaut. I don't care. It's all or nothing. No excuses. Grab your balls if you have balls. If not, grab whatever you have and jump.
1: Put your big girl panties on
0: and And figure it out. And jump.
1: Figure out your own shit.
0: All right. So (laughs) now we're in real estate. Mm -hmm. Boom. We got it. How does the Aaron Bates, Rebecca Cohen team come together? Because I feel like maybe I didn't know this until I resurfaced on social media like a little while ago. Right, that I didn't know that you got like I was detached from reality for nine months during my social media cleansing,
2: okay. and now I'm, I'm
0: back. And I'm, that
1: was, happened to be the same time at which we.
0: Oh, that's what I was gonna ask you. Like, I don't know how long it's been going on for. And now I'm like mainlining social media.
1: Okay, so I joined Century Twenty One mm-hmm. in January, uh, not this January, a couple Januarys ago. Okay, um, and I met Aaron, and we would talk now and then at the office or whatever. Um, our broker manager there was encouraging me, even though I had just begun, to go to this convention that we have every year. Okay. And I was like, yeah, I don't know, like I'm a mom, I have two kids, I can't just like pick up and go to Vegas Mike for a couple Sims days. And Mike Sims, yeah. Mike Sims, yeah.
0: Mike Sims, who actually two, got me in was, Century 21. Oh, Steve
1: Sims. That's a different there's person.
0: A, oh, there's two
2: Sims. Simulates. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Um, so they were like, you have to go, you have to go, you have to go. And so finally I was like, all right, I'm going to do it, I'm going to go. So, we go to this convention, it's in Las Vegas, it's for Century 21, Okay. and we're talking about like what classes and things we're going to go to, and I was like, look, I want to learn everything about video, because everything that I'm learning so far is that we need to be doing video if we're going to be successful.
0: Okay, and you guys are the king and queen of, of the car video. Well that was an evolution. Right. That didn't start off like that. Didn't like start said, off
2: was very like it was, it
1: was an evolution. So we ended up going to all the same um classes. classes. We like everybody thinks like, oh, we were in Vegas for three days. We just partied. Uh,
2: we,
0: we partied. Partied <laughs> we really, really hard, lot, but we went to every Everything.
1: class. We were in class the whole time when Did, we were do you not do you, not do you in drink?
0: Clubs. Yeah. Do you drink. Yeah, you do? I guess <laughs> yeah. it kinda I want to be the first sober I want to be the first non drinking bartender. Obviously of that didn't work out. Maybe that's the reason. I can't picture What kind of drunk is he? What kind of drunk is he? Um, yeah.
1: No, he's I mean, you're just happy, happy you. all the time.
0: I'm just curious. I was always curious to know because they say your drunk self is your real self. Right?
1: Well, he's happy. He's happy. Yeah, he's happy. I'm just
2: curious. I'm he's not already, judging. He's
1: happy. a really good
2: dancer. <laughs> I like to dance. Are you a good dancer? I mean, I don't really think so, but I mean. Is there like, a video of this? I hope not. Probably
1: there not. Probably, a probably some from yeah. some random Somewhere.
0: wedding. <laughs> <laughs> probably there is actually not some <laughs> random. You guys go to a wedding so every fun. weekend. What? You guys go to a wedding every weekend. It's, it's been seems crazy. Like that. I've had like years. You, guys, just, like, you guys, you guys really have, really have gone to more weddings. weddings this year than I have in my entire life, and I fucking love weddings. Weddings are fun. Weddings are
2: awesome
1: if the music's good and the food is good.
2: Yeah. yeah I think music first, food second. Usually the free really?
0: Wedding stinks.
1: Usually it does have some level of stink.
0: Cocktail, well, the main meal usually sucks, but just as long as the cocktail hour is good, it's fine, because nobody really eats after that anyway. Right, right,
1: That's
0: yeah. what I think. the cocktail hour is key,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then music, second. How is she as a no, dancer? music first. Be honest. Great. Great dancer. That was, is that true?
1: I, I mean. I mean, he was
0: quick, that just either means he's smart or he's, he's telling the truth.
1: I, I don't know if I'm a great dancer, but I'm kind of dance with on the basis of I don't
0: give a fuck and I. Okay, just want to then relax. that's it. Then it's fine. No two like, steps in this room.
1: Let the music take me over, take
2: me
0: away, Whitney. <laughs> we'll bleep that one out for Annie. <laughs> that and some uh, some Jack Daniels what, what or what? What's your drink of choice?
1: Um, I like vodka. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I they say that. Those. Oh yeah, everybody loves. They say vodka doesn't have a taste. It like takes the like, characteristics of whatever. It has a taste. I it think it tastes, tastes like it. rocket fuel. It smells like rocket fuel <laughs> but that's i'm very sensitive like if i take a sip of alcohol my tongue will go numb yeah because i'm like the soberest person ever what about okay. you what's your drink of choice they say you can tell a lot about a person by the kind of what they drink i might have made that up but it sounds good
2: i mix it up but i'm a beer and shot guy oh yeah I like whiskey oh irish whiskey
0: yeah
2: i like beers i'll do a vodka soda
0: you'll mix it up no problem huh you go back and forth you have a cast iron stomach huh is it?
2: I bartended for like 14 Well, days. bro,
0: you were a professional lacrosse player in my mind, and a professional and, and a bartender. <laughs> That's what brought me down here was lacrosse. So. Yeah, I mean, this the Long Island's the lacrosse capital of the world. Do you know Nick Polanco? I, I think I asked you this already. Yeah, I... I, I know the name. I don't know him personally.
2: But it's such a small, like, frat. Yeah. So you, this, even if I don't know him directly, I know somebody that knows him very well.
0: And you coach now still. Yeah.
2: Nice. I watch the videos.
0: Yeah. <laughs> a little stalkerish, but I watch yeah. the videos. No, it's fun. All right. So, videos. Did we. Oh, so. We we talk no, to, we never go back to so Ugh, Vegas. I do that. Okay, there, so, Vegas, we spent a lot of time educating
2: ourselves, learning. not we getting wasted. Everything. Yeah. We
1: came back and we hit the ground running with videos.
2: The two of you guys
0: together? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, you Our just before
2: we even had any doing clue that videos. we were just going to. I think ultimately, the, the, the reason why the two of us work well together is we're different. I like to think of myself as, well, do you play craps? Or do you know craps? I know of craps, yeah. I don't know how to play it, though. Contr- all right. Craps, to me, is chaos. But it's controlled chaos. I like where way this is going. All right. That's how I, I think my, I work and my mind works. I'm yeah. controlled chaos. Every Like, just throw things at me, I'll get it done. Like, But structure, not so much.
0: Ah, I can relate to that.
2: <clears throat> where, that's where Rebecca comes in. It's structure. You know, she's got a schedule. She has to go by the schedule. You get her off. The schedule, she has to be back onto the path.
0: So organized chaos meets organization is is why it works.
2: Mm -hmm. I fucking love love you guys. I do. (laughs) All right. So, So we start doing our videos. We decide one Friday that we get all the camera stuff, and we sit down in our office, and we're trying to do this video
1: we have lights (laughs)
0: cameras
1: tripods i think we put some background of course we
0: tried to do a facebook live before this went on that backfired miserably
1: it was it was so bad it was like like we
0: were doing a news um (laughs)
2: yeah like we're doing the news and but yeah like
1: like we have a blooper from it and it's like basically aaron and i behind the desk i'm like hi i'm rebecca
2: (laughs) and i'm aaron bates
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it's so cheesy we, that we crack spent, ourselves I think up. we
0: spent four
2: and a half hours doing Did that thing get airtime? On Friday
0: night. Did that end up anywhere? No, no I literally, like, so I spent, Goober like, six, six
1: hours editing it, and I was oh. like, it blows. We gave like, up. Like, it's awful. We put so much time into it, and it was awful, and wow. I was like, and he's like, what do you think we should do? Do you think we should post it anyway? What yeah, you, you should. That's like, awesome. And I was like, I think we should throw it in the garbage. No. And start all over, which is what we did.
0: You should post it now.
1: I have posted a blooper from it.
0: Because at this point, you guys, like, you know, you you have a rep. You're there, right? So, like, those are, like, the the old days. We have so much material. We have so much blooper material. Like, Like, my computer is
1: so, like, full of material, and I need to delete it. And he's like, don't delete the bloopers. Don't delete the bloopers. I was getting delete happy.
0: I think the biggest thing, like, people need to know with this stuff, people get all, like, I think, nervous about it, and you guys kind of prove that you have to have fun with it, right? Like, it's supposed to be fun. All this stuff. Like, if you're working or doing whatever, it's supposed to be fun. If you're miserable... And you take it too seriously; it just doesn't make sense. Like, for those of you who didn't see our car karaoke, I don't know how that came together, but it was freaking dope. And now all I want to do is sing with people. Like, there's, um, you know, Chris Pesci; he's a commercial broker from. I know. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Bro, you I ever seen his, oh, his wife. You ever see that guy like sing? Like.
1: Yeah, he does those videos where he plays he plays piano and sings, and he-,
0: he is nasty,
1: amazing,
0: really good. So I follow him and like watching him. Like, you're the <laughs> man, isn't is nobie I'm like this weird, creepy stalker who's like, sing for me. So the other day, I was like, after I did your video, I was like, that's it. I got it. And then I went to go see that Lady Gaga movie. How oh. was that? It was awesome, but it was, it was fucking sad. It was really sad at the end. You guys got to see it. Anyway, so, did you see it or no? 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 Really sad. I've never seen movie. But the point is, I've been screaming her part in my car in the shower ever since. So I'm like, that's it. I'm like, Pesci! He's like, what? I'm like... Learn this music. I'm going to get a wig. I'm going to dress up as Lady Gaga. You have hair. I don't. So you could be uh, Bradley Cooper. Grow a little bit of stubble. And we're going to sing that. And I'm going to belt it out in your basement. He hasn't called me back on that. That was actually, that was a message I left him. And typically he calls me back and he hasn't called me back since. That's great. So I don't don't know exactly what, what the reason was. But we're doing it. Pesci, like it or not. I'm dressing up like a woman, and I'm going to sing in your basement.
1: <laughs> That's not creepy at
0: all. Nah.
2: No, no, not at all. Have you ever talked to him outside of reaching out to him, asking to sing a song with
0: him? Yeah, 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 yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah, no, he would, <laughs> he would right. call me, and we would, like, like, I hit him up on Instagram. It's weird. Like, I kind of, like, I meet people through Instagram or yeah. Facebook. Like, some of my closest, like, friends in real estate I've met through um, Instagram. Like, Beth, I'm really close to Beth Lowe. Mm-hmm. I think she was my second podcast guest. And uh, I saw a um, a thing on her. She was, like, top 40, under 40, or maybe, yeah, at the time. And I'm, like, a friend requested her, and then I just kind of, like, creepily wheezed my way into her life without her saying no. Right. Being able to say no. You're giving me a look like you're a freaking creepy man.
1: I was just thinking, oh, he's kind of a weasel. That is,
0: that's a little <laughs> creepy. Actually, I'll tell you another thing that I do No, that people don't know, which is, I mean, it sounds a little creepy, but... Every time I meet somebody, that's why you see that stack of business cards over there. Every time I go out and meet somebody, I immediately go back. And now this is when you know you're getting old because I will go back and I'll go to Facebook and I'll friend request them on Facebook because I kind of feel like Facebook is like reality. Like if you can't see somebody every day, that's a way of kind of like, you know, being part of their life and then being a part of your life in a not creepy way. Let's keep reinforcing that to myself. (laughs) And now what's depressing is you go on there, you meet, like, the newer agents, and you'll go on Facebook to friend request them, and they're not there because young people don't have Facebook because we're old. Young people have Instagram. And then you can't stalk them in the same way on Instagram because you need to know what their handle is. So it just that throws my whole them. plan out of whack right. here.
1: Right. I, I can understand um, that. What, me mean, yeah, you, we're, uh... like,
0: you respect my creepiness, or...
1: No, I mean oh, like yeah, before right. I did our video, I had only ran into you at the bagel shop before. I kind of stalked you a little bit. We
0: ran into each other at the bagel shop.
1: Yeah, but you probably don't remember it because you ran into Aaron and I. You it was like, oh, hey, this is my partner, Rebecca. Oh no,
0: that wasn't the bagel shop. That was a yeah, it was library at, cafe. Oh, it
1: was lit. In oh, Farm- cafe. in Farmingdale. It was. Yeah. I was thinking it was that stuff of bagel.
0: What stuff of bagel?
1: it's the bagel shop in Farmingdale right down the street from the library
0: cafe we're in Farmingdale shout out to Farmingdale I love Farmingdale I think I'd like to live in Farmingdale you live in Farmingdale? yeah oh okay my
1: kids go to Wilmer Parkway right down the street from here
0: oh yeah? yeah I didn't even know there was a school down there I don't really leave my my office much (laughs) Um, but all right, so you guys it comes together yes Dreamweaver all that it starts working bad news anchor footage morphs into what we have here and then I kind of want to talk to you guys about just like teams in general right so I don't I consider them partnerships so I've never done a partnership in anything. I really like. I don't love it. I cringe only because I feel like either one partner ends up doing more work than the other, or like maybe I have a weird control thing where I'm like, "All right, I need control over everything." But you guys work right, and I'm just curious to know. Like, for I think other agents want to know because I think like you guys are saying off air before. Like, it's becoming it's becoming a bigger thing. Like people are starting to more partner up. So like, does it make sense from like a financial perspective? Does it, like, how do you guys get it to work? Um,
1: well, I think that the first thing you have to understand is that, like, we're, we provide a service, what we do. It's a service. So, providing the highest level of service is what's important to us. And whenever you have a team and you have systems in place and you have structure... You're oh, Able is... to provide better service to people.
0: See, no, yeah,
2: see. True, though. Now I understand what you're saying. No, it's it's absolutely true though. Service is is the number one thing, and uh, I think that's what a lot of people lack. Um, a lot of other agents lack with their customers and clients. Like buying a house so, like, is
1: an experience, and especially your first time you ever buy a house, it's a it's a big deal. It's probably the biggest purchase you're most half people a ever. A million dollars. It's Nutty. for these first-time homebuyers that's know. a lot of money
0: I don't even know where it comes from like I sell these houses it and should I'm like be
1: good experience where
0: is this money coming from
1: right it uh, should be positive it should be happy and yeah. it should be as easy as possible and
2: the, and the and the transaction from start to finish is so terrible so you're just trying <laughs> it, I feel you know there's so many ups and downs and what we're trying to do is be the quarterback of the whole transaction, and just try to keep everything together, mm-hmm. and try to keep our buyers and sellers from jumping off the ledge because there's so many things
0: <laughs> to get off. This is why I'm not in all seriousness. This is why I am not an agent. This is why because people are like, "Oh, bro, you sell these houses, you could save all this money." And I'm like, first of all, that that doesn't make sense. A although I understand why you're saying it, but B, I don't want to deal with it. like it's a lot. It's a lot of emotions. you need a lot of a patience. Lot of well,
2: that's a, that's where I think education comes in huge for you, because you have a ton of patience. I have a lot of patience. I thank my father for that one. Um, You're a patient guy. Yeah. So I can't imagine combined, you
0: getting riled up. You ever seen him ticked off? Yeah. Like mad? Like yelling?
2: Yeah. No, her, she thinks I yell when I go up like one. She because she's so used to you being before. baseline is I'm like
0: like, yeah, like on the floor. So Speak, speak low. Yes, like, he, like, he does
1: speak low. But like, I
0: can't imagine him getting pissed.
1: No, he's actually able. Like, I get riled up, I get upset, I get emotional about things, and he is the calming force. So calm and so steady that he'll like come back down, come back down down. to
2: earth. And this is why it works,
0: people.
1: (laughs) Bring me back down to earth. Yeah. And this is why it works. But we're both pretty patient.
0: So as far as like who you guys work with, you guys represent. I mean, obviously, you have an extensive uh, distressed real estate background, right? And then, do you guys? I feel. From the outside world, I feel like... Actually, I feel like you guys have, like, a healthy mix. Mm-hmm. I think really? you guys work with, like, flippers. I think that you do some distressed stuff. Because Cruz does have a lot of REO uh, product. And then you guys work with a lot of first-time homebuyers. Which I think is important. I think, like, in every business, you kind of have to have a mixed bag. Like, I, yeah. I had Drury on here the other day. You know you know Drury? Rich Jerry? Yeah, yes. he's great. He's the man, that I'd like to meet that guy. He seems, I mean, 23 I years old. He he's yeah. a yeah. powerhouse. Powerhouse. Unbelievable, like... Heavy-duty short sale, REO background at 23 years old. Like, I wish I knew what it took to be great at 23 versus probably figuring it out about 30. I feel like I would have been a professional hockey player at that point.
2: You know I played yeah, hockey? 20, 20. I love hockey. i played ice play.
0: hockey my whole life. Oh, yeah. i got to thank my dad for that. Dad! Don't. He's in the next room. But shout oh. out to that. 5.30 a.m. practices <laughs> on a Sunday. You really appreciate your father for doing that later on when you're 38, going to be 39 years old. Not so much when you're like, eight doing it. But, um, where the hell was I going with this? We
1: were talking about Rich
0: Drew, right? I know, but there was a reason why. young powerhouse. Oh, mixed bag, uh, mixed bag. bag. none of us were thinking 23, let's let's hustle like that. So I was saying mixed bag. I was like, listen, Rich, like, what you're doing is awesome, bro. I was like, I respect the hell out of you. Like, I don't know anybody else doing this at 22, 23 years old. I don't even know how you did it. But don't be a one-trick pony because every, like, the market is always changing. That's why, like, I learn every aspect of real estate investing. Because right, I feel like, all right, regardless of what happens with the market, and we see what's happening with the market, I'll be able to buy this or do that and and kind of put my investor's capital to work and make money for myself and the people that I, I care about and take care of because I have that knowledge, right? So you guys are kind of in the same boat. You're, I'm like, Rich, don't just do REO. You need to have a background of everything. So you guys are basically doing that perfectly.
2: Yeah, like we, we both have, you know, strong points and everything else and- we the the reason why we work with a lot of first time home buyers is, you know, the, I think the age. You know, we relate with them, um, on so many different levels, and they're getting what they want. I think, and then we work well with sellers, because um, we're we're there because every step of the way. Yeah, you know, um, investors. Hard. That's kind of that's what I started with. So I know the way they're thinking. I know. I, I know. You know, there's it's all about there's a dollar amount to everything.
0: Yeah. No, it no, makes sense. And, and the cool part about there being two of you guys, and you guys e- have equal, you know, energy, focus, passion, is there's always somebody there, regardless. Like one of the things that frustrates me—I mean, nothing really frustrates me anymore—but something that like used to frustrate me, or I know frustrates the agents that sell my properties for me when right, whoever brings in the deal sells the deal—is that you'll have an open house and people will come in and you'll show them everything, and it's your job to get the house sold as the listing agent, and you're happy to do that. But then like their agent doesn't ever come, doesn't call you, doesn't come to the home inspection and just like shows up to get a check, right? Right. So uh, the moral of the story is this. Buyers, if you're looking to buy a house, you get two for the price of one with Aaron, with uh, the big, oh shit, I fucked ba- ba- up. <laughs> yeah. Aaron Bates Real Estate. Aaron Bates, Aaron Bates Real Estate? Is it?
2: That's the
1: name of our team, Aaron Bates Real Estate. Aaron Bates
0: Real Estate Team. Um, sellers, if you're looking to sell your property, you get two for the price of one with?
1: Aaron Bates Real Estate.
0: That's what I'm talking about. Equal passion, equally as good looking on both ends of the spectrum. It's a win-win-win for everybody. It's a triple win situation. Um, What are we going to talk about next? Where's this going in the future? Like, what's the next level? So you guys are like, all right, cool. You guys are crippling social media. And I really mean this. People like buyers, sellers, uh, you should really check out their social media page because you guys, I feel like, are always giving relevant content. Like, you guys are always doing, it's, right. it's one thing to do videos for the sake of listening to yourself. It's another thing to actually literally give good content, right? So I feel like, I genuinely right. feel like you guys are doing good, giving good content.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, that's our goal. That's really our goal is to give as much content to people because we have the same com- conversation with people over and know, over know, and over again all yeah. day. Um, we can, they can get all of those conversations online too and figure out, you know, what they want to do next, but... You know, most people start shopping for a home like 12 to 18 months before they're really ready to buy a home. Yeah, there's a cycle. So if they're seeing our content in those 12 to 18 months, they're going to have some of that education before they even get to us. And then we'll be able to teach them even more and help them even more.
0: Which is cool. And I also think that kind of like, I'll say speeds up the process for lack of a better word, not in a bad way. Because I think a lot of realtor frustration comes from like, in my experience, there's a cycle with buyers, right? So buyers come into the market and they're like, they're clueless as to what's going on. And then they have to, like, look at a X amount of houses before they're like, okay, we understand what's out there. Now we're going to make an offer. Then they make a couple offers and, like, the offers are lower. And then they have to, like, lose a couple, like, real close ones to be, like, primed and ready. They have to be burned. To, to, yeah. to go for it, especially, like, in a competitive market. I conversation
1: the other day with somebody. I said, look, I said, I, almost all of the first-time buyers that we work with have to get burned once or twice before they realize that they're just it's shooting the salt, too
0: low. In the wound you got
1: to come up that $5,000. It's nothing.
0: Which, yeah, in the 30 year mortgage, it's is
1: $25 a month. If that. To come up $5,000. probably Come up, up $10,000. $10, $10, she probably knows
0: that. I don't think she would say it if she didn't know. Yeah, Aaron sorry. knows
1: it because he drilled it in my head. Aaron is the number.
2: Aaron.
1: <laughs> Aaron knows numbers. He's all about the numbers. He knows the numbers for everything. No,
2: but to put, put that right. same thing in perspective, are you going to lose a house for $5,000? Five thousand dollars to any one of us in this room right now is a lot of money out of our pocket right now. But over the course of thirty years It's nothing. It's twenty five bucks. So yeah. what is that you're not going out to lunch one time in the whole month? that's what that. my lunch would probably cost. Breaking
0: it down to the ridiculous. You know what's the cool thing you guys also do? And I'm not just saying this because we're in this room doing it, but I, I know you guys in like real life, not just on the show. Which is you're very like complimented of each other. You'll meet a lot of people that are like partners or teams, right? And one's always like shit talking the other one, like under their breath. You guys don't do that. You're very like supportive of each other and complimentary of each other, which is very nice.
1: I don't think that I could be a partner with somebody that I didn't think highly of.
0: You know,
2: works well. Now the future of it though is we're trying to figure out that third because we've had three and four like other pieces to mm -hmm. the puzzle.
0: You mean as far as like other agents that work along with you,
2: Mm -hmm. or admins or everything else? Scaling is a bitch, man.
0: In any business, I will tell you.
1: It takes, and it's a lot of learning on our part, though. You know, it takes. You know, I'm sure you know. Like when you started bringing on employees, it's a big learning process to learn how to bring on an employee and do it well. And
0: I got to tell you, scaling the
1: right people, teach them, train them, keep them
0: gives me agita. I mean. Scaling any business, I think, I think all businesses are pretty much the same, right? Because people always look at me like, how do you buy houses? It's the same way that like, you guys get leads. I buy houses the same way that you guys get buyers and sellers, right? The way Coke sells Coke, Pepsi sells Pepsi, Joseph Abood sells that sharp-looking blazer that Aaron's wearing. <laughs> right? it's, it's, it's a process, and like, once you understand the process for it, you, you're, you're good to go. I don't know where I was going with that again. There was another part, but it doesn't matter.
1: Well, I think that the point you were trying to make is that it doesn't nice. matter what business you're in, it's still scalable. Oh, I know what I'm talking you about. You can take any business, you can apply the same concepts See and grow happened?
0: it. I gaze across this mic at Aaron with his blue eyes, or at least I think they're blue, <laughs> and he just knocks me for a loop. And then I forget my whole train of thought just they, goes, blue, goes out the window. Completely understand exactly. Goes out you the window on the back. So what I was talking about is the scalability of every business. <laughs> Is, it's really hard. I think that's the hardest part of, of what I've done. So, like, to your point, you have to hire the right people and then you have to train them. Be like, yo, I don't have time to train you because I'm trying to sell 3,000 houses or buy 3,000 houses. So, like, I'm going to throw all this in your lap and I hope you're like intelligent enough to figure it out. It's just, but there has to be a training process. Like, did you listen to Christina Shaw's podcast? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. She's gangster. Now, she's like a savvy just amazing businesswoman who like seems to totally have it together at all times. That's why I'm like, listen, I need to know. And I've known her for 25 years, right? Right. She was my neighbor. So I'm like, yo, I need to know like what your training process is. She's like, ah, like she laughed at me. Like what training process? Like just throw it in their lap and hope they freaking figure it out. I'm like, thank God. Makes me feel so much better. But it's really hard. Like managing people as you scale is very difficult. And then as you scale, it becomes a more expensive process. So you have to do the volume. And now you have like, indirectly potentially hundreds of people that are relying on you that you essentially feed and give a life right. to and it's a lot of pressure
2: a lot of pressure because if you fail they fail
0: can you tell I'm under pressure right now under pressure <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. is that our is that our next car <laughs> I prefer Justin um, Timberlake personally but <laughs> Me too so what's like so what's the next step here is it are we are we thinking at some point brokerage are we thinking like We're going to bring other people on. We want to further expand this and then kind of help educate and and, and bring up other agents.
1: We want to build a team, but we want to build a team of agents who are doing the same. Yeah, who are hungry and who want to offer the same thing that we want to offer people, which is the whole client experience. And that's rare. Right. I mean, we're not...
2: Well, what is there, 26, 27,000 agents in Long Island?
0: Mm -hmm. 27,000. The other day, I realized how much... um, how crazy of a business it was to be LIBOR or MLS. Oh, they're, they're, they're what's MLS. that? Just getting phone calls. What's personally. that? What's what's the building on um on, the, on... West Babylon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The,
1: li- the so, LIBOR building. Yeah, I was in this yeah. thing the
0: other day where they were doing like um for Captain Permit, they was doing this um out of like this thing for new members, and they made like a comment about like you know, the profitability, and they're like, oh, we have twenty seven thousand realtors, and they're like, I was like, how much are LIBOR dues?
1: 700? $600, $625 yeah. a year.
0: I did the math. I was like, Jesus Christ, this is the best business in the world. It's like $20 million bucks a year plus everything else. Especially since 90%
1: of them do less than one deal
0: a year. Yeah, years. I say 5% of the realtors of the agents do 95% of the, the business. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. I don't know where I was going it's with this, but guy. again, it doesn't matter. <laughs> a lot the of po- competition out there. No, it's a lot of competition. Sure I mean, this know. is New York too. Listen, yeah. let's. I'm going to say this. And you know what? I think you guys can either shoot me down on this because you're not from New York. Or you can back me up because you now live in New York. I genuinely feel like New York is the hardest place to do anything. I really do. I think it's the most competitive, most cutthroat. You know, New York, I'm talking about the boroughs into Long Island. Long Island, not as bad as the boroughs. I feel like it's harder to do anything here than it is anywhere else. Yeah. Are you going to support no. me on that or not? No, I agree. It's
1: possible. It's possible. I, I just 50%. think that I have a different perspective in general in that I think that it doesn't really matter how hard it is, and it doesn't really matter what your competition is. I like where we're going with this, you, because you you write your own story. Bam! You know you do your own path. Bam! You're in charge of it.
2: This this um real estate thing, you wake <laughs> <It's> up real, <laughs> every single morning starting a new job. Yeah, that's what it is, because you don't. <clears throat> we don't get paid a paycheck every single week. Our our fate is solely on us and what we do every day yeah. that we wake up.
0: And there's like, there's a, you have to have a belief in it because there's a period of time, like you start as a realtor and then you have to like go out there and get clients and then a client has to like a house or want to list a house and then it has to go under contract and then it has to go through the whole process of dealing with the attorneys and everything else and then actually closing before you get paid. So like there's a, you have to have faith. Yeah. So at the beginning, there's probably like a six month lead time if you're gangster to when you're really getting paid for the first time.
1: I think I didn't have a paycheck for the first nine months. Yeah. Where I actually physically saw a dollar.
0: And then I was like, boom, 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 right after yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> and then once you, I think once you have that pipeline, you're good. But like, the point is you have people that want to do something, right? But like, in order to be successful, you kind of have to have this like delusional vision of like what your life is. You have to essentially be able to look, you know, day one, Rebecca needs to look nine months down the road to her getting that right. paycheck and saying, I know I'm going to do it. And believe in it. And every point during that nine months, when you're by yourself taking care of your daughters, like boom, like this is gonna work. This is gonna work in order to get there. So right,
2: positive.
1: and just like any business, ever. The time. But just like any business ever, you have to spend money to make money. Yes. You know, so if you go into it thinking spend. that you're not gonna spend money to make money, then you're completely wrong. Because my first year in real estate, when I even though I did make some money, I did not make enough. Versus what I spent, you know, it was it was a loss. Like most businesses, your first year
0: it's a loss. But it's a building block. And as you're burning money, you have to be believing the entire time. Like, all right, this is gonna work. This is gonna work. Like it's 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 not an easy thing for anybody.
2: Right. My my first year was um, sandy hit in my first full year.
0: Was that a good thing or a bad thing?
2: I took it as a positive. I mean, I, I ended up going because no you one was buying houses there. I yeah, I, I wasn't in the I yeah, wasn't I in the business right. as, as I made something. <laughs> I wasn't in the business
0: at that time, so I didn't know what went on.
2: I started going into like places like Oceanside and Island Park and stuff, and knocking on doors and meeting people and wholesaling houses. Really, for investors, that Smart. The only way to kind of survive at that point.
0: Flood zone houses. If you're gonna buy a flood zone house, you got to call Captain Permit. Because there's a whole, especially in Nassau County, there's a whole bunch of things that could go horribly, horribly wrong. Like, you don't want to get that letter that says you have to raise raise your house. Jesus Christ. That's still happening. Crazy. Yeah. And how many years has it been? I don't even understand it.
2: Dude, I don't even think that's, like, constitutional. It's crazy, right? All of a sudden you bought. And I think if you bought a house and didn't know that you had to raise it, like, let's just say you bought it yesterday, and all of a sudden you're the one that could have, you're going to end up flipping that bill. The, the new buyer, the, the seller's gone. It doesn't even make any like, sense.
1: Right. I think like, there's... You, I think like, there's, at the
2: time, you didn't have
0: to raise it, and then all of a sudden, you bought that you house. Bought
1: and then, when you bought it when it transfers ownership, and the house has to be raised.
0: Is uh, on
1: no. On certain
0: not They don't find out about that. It depends on the extent of work. Like, if you if you buy a house, and then you're going to do a certain level of renovation after it, mm-hmm. if the um, if the building department deems that that exceeds 50, uh, 50% of the value of the structure itself, not the land, just the structure as deemed by the the tax records that they have not like an appraiser's records then they'll say if you want to do x amount of work you have to raise the house or scale okay. the scope of work back okay. so like unless you have somebody like captain permit you don't know these things and you could possibly raise your house shameless plug for captain permit
1: but you can call captain permit before you even put in an offer in and find these things out
0: exactly at what's the phone number i keep forgetting it 513 six five one three eighty three eight. You'll speak to Ryan, my brother-in-law, who has the most unbelievable beard you have ever seen on Long Island. Have you guys seen his beard? Yeah, have I, I have this beard? Yeah, I have. Have you? I have because you took a picture of it. And I saw something that it's like about Brooklyn it. hipster meets wood whittler, but it's like super soft. <laughs> it's it's I can't get it. I, I don't know. I can't really grow a beard. It kind of comes in looking like dirt. Yeah, I know that. That's what happens as you get older. Except if you're Aaron Bates, you all the hair on the top goes. And then you just can't grow the beard to kind of balance it out.
2: I hope I don't lose my hair.
0: No, I think you're good, bro. That hairline hasn't moved since you were 16 years old. That thing's strong. You just
2: see my... If I had my ID on me, I'd show you.
0: Long hair? Long hair,
2: don't care.
0: Did you ever see him with long hair?
1: (laughs) I've never... I met him She did. That's when I was awesome. After that phase of life?
0: Do you prefer clean cut, Aaron? Or...
1: Well, I mean, I never saw him in real life. I only saw pictures. But I think he looks awesome.
0: I was, He's a, I was a badass. We're going to post, pic- post a picture. Ladies, <laughs> we're going to post a picture for your viewing pleasure of Aaron Bates in a moment. But I got to run because I got to do a Captain Permit uh, speech out for the good people in Laffy. If you're a broker and you would like to have Captain Permit or the handsome homebuyer or both, I can arrange both at the same time, believe it or not. Come in and do a spiel. I promise to be at least entertaining, if nothing less. Give me a call, 516 777 Sold. I bring bagels, I bring candy. Um, and that's pretty much that. Let's uh, let's finish it out. I want you guys to to give them your contact information. Buyers, sellers, really. I don't bring anybody on this show. I don't. These guys are a powerhouse team. They're amazing. They're great people. I consider them friends. I think they're basically uh, setting trends in the industry as the young hustlers. They're people that you want to work with, want to be involved with. If you're an agent who's looking for some guidance, and you're like, you know what, I'd really love to join a powerhouse team you see that they're putting something together right now. I would reach out to them, give them a call. At the very least, I'm sure they're happy to give you advice, have Absolutely. a conversation. And uh, where it goes from there, who uh, who knows? Um, I think they pretty much it. Did I, did I say it all? Yeah, you were think,
1: awesome.
0: Great. Given
1: the, you were fantastic. They, they, need your, they need your info. Oh, our give info, it to them. Our info. You can find us on Facebook, Facebook.com, Aaron Bates Real Estate Team. You can find us on Instagram, Aaron Bates Real Estate Team. Phone number 516
0: 1841 Say that phone number one more
1: time. 516
2: 497 1841 With conviction that time. And Aaron Bates 585-230-5601. All right. I'm Charles the handsome home buyer and Captain Permit. That's a wrap. See ya.